Entrepreneur on Fire, 825. You can fall flat on your face, but as long as you get up and go again and again and again until you get the result you want, that is success no matter how many times it takes. John Lee Dumas and WebinarOnFire.com have arrived. Create amazing webinars in eight days and ignite. Focus on what you do best and let CallRuby handle your calls. Visit CallRuby.com slash fire and use promo code FIRE. In addition to your 14-day free trial, you'll receive 5% off plans plus free activation. Your branding is the face of your business. Make a great impression with creative professional designs from 99designs. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a power pack upgrade free. Fire Nation, the countdown has commenced. John Lee Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our feature guest today, Croy Sather. Croy, are you prepared to ignite? John, I eat fire, so light it up, baby. Yes. Croy ran across America. That's 100 marathons in 100 days. Then he set a new world record running through Death Valley in 117 degrees. He is an author and inspirational speaker in the field of personal transformation and the psychology of success. He's been featured on TEDx in Vegas and New York City. Croy, I've given Fire Nation just a little insight. So share more about you personally. Let's pound upon the biz. All right. Thanks, John. Uh, I just want to thank you first for letting me be on your wildly popular show. I mean, yeah. this is obviously where the, the, you know, the awesome uh, entrepreneurs hang out, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and I'm also a big fan, which I was just telling you a moment ago, and, and I listen to your podcast most days of the week. But the cool part for me, in addition to all of that and all the amazing people you have on there, is that I'm friends with quite a few of your guests. Oh, so nice. it's really cool to learn more about them. <laughs> Those failure stories, they never tell you over a cup of brandy. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I have to start buying more, more drinks for them. <laughs> so, Croy, give us a little more insight about you personally. Well, me personally, I live just outside of New York City. Uh, I spend lots of time in planes and on, on ho- in hotels. I'm a single dad of two amazing children, ages seven and eight. Uh, but you don't have to know me all that well to know that I'm obsessed, absolutely obsessed with why people succeed and why they fail. You know, in other words, what is it? Is it the habits? Is it the talent? Is it DNA? What's the code to success? And you know, that's what I'll be mentioning and talking about in some today. Uh, it's one of the reasons why I love Entrepreneur on Fire because I love to hear, as you just mentioned, the success and the failures of all these extraordinary people. But, but more importantly, what the commonalities are for winning against the odds. And, and so many people that you have on your show are, tell that story of winning against the odds. Well, Croy, you must have figured a lot of things out. I mean, to be able to run 100 marathons in 100 days, running across America, doing everything that you've done in 117 degrees through Death Valley. I mean, man, I think back to me being a little wuss in Iraq when it was 120 <laughs> degrees, but I wasn't running. You know, I was huddled in a, in a tank or, or some kind of shade for sure. But that's what I'm fired up about is being able to share your journey, Croy, today. And that journey is going to start with a failure. But like all Entrepreneur on Fire interviews, we always start with a success quote and why you chose to share it. My success quote is actually one of the things that I say. It's, it's more of a mantra that, that I live by. You know, I'm known as the, the never quit coach and, and that's critical. But my personal mantra is if you fail to take action, then failure is certain. 
It's too many times that we hesitate, we analyze, we do research, we plan, we do everything, but the thing we don't do <laughs> is take action, right? So the imperfect action is always more successful than no action. And we've all got to start somewhere. We got to suck before we can become good. And we got to be good before we become great. <laughs> we got to be, to, to be amazing. We have to be, you know, keep going to, to get to that point. But the problem is that so many people want to go from zero to hero without the journey. They want to win the lotto of success, the lotto of health and money. But it's not how it works. You know, we, we, it's just so many people fail to take any action because they haven't found the get rich quick elixir. You know, because success requires the 3Ds. You mind if I tell you what the 3Ds of success are? Take it away. Desire, devotion, and discipline. Desire is you got to find the passion so that you want to take action. So you want to act. Devotion is being committed to, to the goal with action. You got to be completely committed. And then discipline is taking purposeful, very important, purposeful action to achieving your goals. You follow these and then success, happiness, and love are all but inevitable. Desire, devotion, and discipline, fire nation, those three D's. And something that I'm really taking out of this, Croy, is you have to be willing to be bad sometimes. You know, you have to be willing to actually take action that's going to fail before you're ever going to succeed. I mean, I had to be willing, by the way, to be a really bad podcaster for a while <laughs> before I could ever have this wildly successful podcast that you so kindly brought up, Croy. I mean, believe me, this is episode 825. I mean, go back to episode 25, you'll cringe. I cringe just thinking about it. And Fire Nation, we all have to start somewhere. And Croy, You've been bad before, let's be honest. And that's the story that I want you to tell right now. Take us to that moment in time. Tell us that story of a time that you failed, of a time that you were just bad, bad Croy Sather. <laughs> oh my God, there's so many of them. Uh, but if you don't mind, I'm going to pause because uh, to let your audience know that at the end of this, I got a $200 gift form. So Whoa. make sure you listen through this whole thing, everybody. Listen, listen, listen. <laughs> So, so my failure, my, you know, John, I, I failed so many, so many times I failed that, that the only thing left was to succeed. You know, this is, uh, so many entrepreneurs go through this. This is the entrepreneur's journey. And it's because we're hungry, because we want to make a difference, because we want to create our own path and leave a mark. But it's also because we're so freaking stubborn that we don't see the fault in our actions until we fall on our face. But that's the secret sauce to, to, to success. I mean, that's, that's what we have to do. Um, the great lesson is that when you fail, or when you fall, I should say, when you fall, you fall forward. So imagine standing up and you fall down on your face. You know, you fall forward. So when you get back up, you've actually made progress. You know, and that's the one thing that everybody forgets is that even when falling, you you still make progress. And and this is, you know, this most of your listeners, if not everybody, knows this. But professional baseball players, they they only succeed three out of ten times, and they're the world's best hitters. A Wall Street tycoon only has to win more than he loses, so he still fails just about fifty percent of the time. A millionaire salesperson salesperson can take a hundred no's to get a single sale. And if you want to find the love of your life, it only takes that one person, that one yes to a first date. But it can take hundreds of no's and, and tons of really bad dates before you find that person. <laughs> but then, you know, that's the best thing in the world is you find the love of your life. So I've failed so many times in my life. Flat slam, bam, boom, right on my face. Well, Croy, I'm still waiting for one story. Let's hear it. Well, that's what I'm going to tell you. And, and this isn't, you know, I could tell you about my speaking career and how bad I was and all these other things that I've done and all kinds of failures. But I'm going to tell you the one from my bad water story. Oh, okay. And, yeah, this is the one that when I ran through Death Valley, Oof. and the whole story is on my TEDx talk, but I'll give you the, the nice, sweet version of it, and <laughs> yeah, as if it could be sweet running through Death right. Valley 117 degrees, right? 
So I started at the, the finish line. I trained for this thing for a year. So I'd run across America a year later. I've trained for this all year. And now I'm in Death Valley. It's 7 a.m. And I start my run. And, and I'm at six miles. And I'm already puking. I'm vomiting on my shoes. And, and you know, that's never a good thing to vomit, uh, especially when you got 140 miles left to go. Yeah, you're dehydrating when you're doing that. It was that. And it was so many other things. Oof. And I get to mile 12 and, and I'm already fighting dehydration. And then I get to mile 22 and I'm, I, I have to stop when I'm not planned. And I get to mile 32 and I do take a rest that, that, you know, a long rest that I wasn't planning on. And then I get to mile 45 and this is 24 hours after I had started. I'm way behind schedule, far, far behind schedule. And there's no way at this point that I can beat the record for the time. And I don't think there's any way that I can actually physically finish with or without my support cart. So to be clear on what that means is this solo run through Death Valley, 146 miles, was with pushing a cart with food, water, and supplies. That was my only thing I had to help me. I couldn't get any help from anyone for any reason. So I'm pushing this cart that weighs 270 pounds. I get to mile 45. Now it has wheels, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not a sled. It's a cart. So it has wheels. In fact, they called it the ice cream cart. Okay. And so now is it on, is it on like an asphalt road? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so I'm on the road and, and I had gone 45 miles and I'm, I'm at this moment of truth. You know, I'm the never quit guy. I run across America. I spoke every day to at risk groups telling them never to quit, never to follow, you know, always to follow your dreams and, and never ever give up. And now I'm at mile 45 and, and that's it. I'm done. I don't yeah. have anything left in me. So I do what, what is against every cell in my body is I, I stopped and I gave up at that point and I thought I failed. I thought that was it. But I started heading back to Las Vegas with my buddy and, you know, one of my sport crew and I'm in the air conditioning and an hour later, I'm starting to feel good. I mean, when I stopped, I was a one out of 10. Yeah. Now I feel like a seven just an hour later. So I lean over to Josh and I said, Josh, what if we go back? And Josh, you know, of course is pissed because he's flown out here. He spent a lot of his time and everything else. And he's like, Croy, that's the most epic fail of your entire life. You've ran 45 miles and you're going to go back and, and, and do it again. You know, this is crazy. Now I go back I, like to mile one or back to 45? Mile one. What? Yeah, all the way back to the beginning. Oh, man, brother. <laughs> <laughs> so, and Josh is like, you know, I don't know if I want to come back or if I even can come back next year. And I was like, Josh, you don't get it. What if we come back in a few days? It's like on 45 miles with tired legs, you're going to come back here and do this again. <laughs> We're going to do it. So three days later, I'm back at the start line, mile zero. Wow. And I get to mile six and I'm cruising the same spot that, that I was vomiting just three days earlier. Except something really amazing happened here is I, I saw this butterfly, a blue and black butterfly that has no business being in Death Valley. What's interesting about that is that I, while I was training for Run Across America, my brother had passed away. 45 years old, massive heart attack. He's gone. A little while later, my sister gets a tattoo on her back of a blue butterfly. And I used the butterfly metaphor in his uh, eulogy uh, after he passed away. The butterfly effect, no matter how subtle the, the change is, you affect the world no matter what you do. So I see this little blue butterfly at mile six, the same place that I was vomiting. And I just cruise through mile 12, 22, 32, 45. I'm just moving. I get to the bottom of Mount Whitney. So I'm at the lowest point in America going to the highest point in America, which is the equivalent of 20 Empire State Buildings in climb. Wow. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know everybody's like, oh, my God, this guy's nuts. 
but but it, it's it's not about that, and we can talk about that in a minute. But I get to the bottom of Mount Whitney, and now I get rid of my cart. I put my backpack on that I've been carrying. I get to the finish line of the top of Mount Whitney, fourteen thousand five hundred and five feet, and I've taken seventy two hours and fifty minutes, which crushes the world record by almost five hours. Wow, wow. I mean, Croy, you took failure. You ripped failure from the jaws of that defeat right there and you just put it back on and i mean to rerun those first 45 miles i mean to me that is just beyond beyond but obviously you're just you're operating at a different level and you know for you that was just a challenge that had to over you had to overcome and you did overcome i mean what is the really one takeaway of the thousand takeaways by the way that we could be taking away from this what is the one takeaway that you really want fire nation to take from this this story the big one, and, I, and like you said, there's so many, but the big one is that you only fail if you stop for good. You can fall flat on your face, but as long as you get up and go again and again and again until you get the result you want, that is success no matter how many times it takes. So the only way to fail is to stop trying. Boom. I mean, Croy, you're obviously an amazing storyteller. You've told stories from stage, TEDx, New York City, Las Vegas, Tell us another one of an aha moment, of a light bulb that went on, of an epiphany that you've had at some point in your journey. Tell us that story, Croy. Take us to that moment in time, and let's hear it. Well, for entrepreneurs, like you and me, everybody else, there's a ton of these. But the one I like most is the way Zig Ziglar says it best. You can change where you are. You can change what you are by changing what goes into your mind. So my biggest aha is realizing that every challenge I have is caused by my thoughts and every success I've had is also caused by my thoughts. My thoughts are are caused by what enters my mind and my actions are caused by the thoughts that I let occupy my mind. So at at my live events, as an example, I have a a poster that you have to walk past when you go past the door. And it's thought to be from the writings of either Frank Outlaw, Mahatma Gandhi, or Lao Tzu. And we don't know which one it is. I couldn't find it. But it doesn't matter because this is what it says. Watch your thoughts. They become words. Watch your words. They become behavior. Watch your behavior. They become habits. Watch your habits. They become values. Watch your values. They become character watch your character, it becomes your destiny. So a a short story about this is when I was going to get ready for Run Across America, and and a a little side note that that everybody should know is that I was not a runner a year before I ran across America. So I'm a non-runner, and then I get this idea, I'm going to run across America. And everyone, everyone, unanimously, everyone said I was crazy, I was stupid, it was impossible, they all said I would fail. (laughs) Not a single person otherwise said, you know, that, other than I would fail. So the, the, the story about this is the aha moment is that what you believe will come true. So before I ever left San Diego to run to New York, I saw the finish line. I visually saw the finish line like an Olympian would see uh, them achieving winning the gold and all these, these other different things that you know about visualization. Well, thousands of times as I was training before I even left the start line, I saw the finish line. I saw myself running through New York City, uh, a sunny day, people with me going through Times Square, through uh, all the way through the whole city down to the very tip of New York City, tip of Manhattan, and I would finish with all my friends and family being there to celebrate with me. And it came true exactly as I saw it, with one exception. 
my friend gave me a huge American flag to carry for those last seven or eight miles going through Manhattan. So as I ran through the city with this big flag through Times Square and down uh, Broadway and all of these places, right to the bottom of the city, I had this big American flag. So police are tooting at me. The, the police are, are hitting their sirens for me and everybody's waving. Beautiful Sunday morning. It was absolutely incredible. And it was all because of what you think. You have to believe it for you to achieve it, as, as they say. Now, where in San Diego did you start? Interesting. It's, it's the Hall of Champions. I started at the cool. Hall of Champions, which is very cool, which has a, a Rocky um, statue there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Super cool. <laughs> so, I mean, Fire Nation, your jaw, like mine, which is why I'm having a hard time talking, is literally <laughs> on the floor. I mean, what Croy's done, and again, he wasn't even a runner a year prior to this, and then all of a sudden, this dude has run across the country from San Diego to New York City. I mean, absolutely mind-boggling when you put your mind to something, when you believe in yourself, despite... Nobody else believing. Who cares if anybody else believes? All that matters is you, the individual Fire Nation. Croy, I'm going to challenge you right now. I'm going to throw the gauntlet down because you told some great stories. And I know you have another great story for this next moment in time. But I want you to tell it in 60 seconds or less. What is your proudest entrepreneurial moment? This is this is an easy one, and it goes by the saying: "Be so good they can't ignore you." Yes. Um, after running across America and before running through Death Valley, I was on TEDx Las Vegas and did a speech called "Do the Impossible." And it, you know, it was, it was, I studied, and I practiced, and I did that thing, and I executed it so well that after it, now all of a sudden, I have CEOs calling me, wanting me to be at their annual events for a keynote speaking, and all of a sudden, my phone's ringing off the hook, and it wasn't because anything that I knew or anybody where I was, but it was because I was so good and I executed that speech so well that now all of a sudden I'm getting on the radar of the speakers bureaus and that's a hard thing to do. So all the ones that told me no, they're now calling me to get me on their list. So that was my biggest moment is is that I became so good that, that people started seeking me out. Powerful. And the reason why I gave you that challenge, Croy, is because we have so much I still want to cover in this interview. And what I want to do now is bring things to present time and talk about you, Croy Sather, today. What is the one thing that just has you fired up more than anything else right now? The big one that's got me fired up now, in addition to me training to run across America again in 2016, but that's a separate conversation. (laughs) We'll have you back on uh, during, ooh, that'll be good. We'll we'll interview you during that run. (laughs) That would be awesome. I would love that. Um, But what's got me excited right now is a new program I just launched called Your Champion Life. Um, and the best and the fastest way to learn is, you know, obviously it's from a private coach or mentor. I know you're a fan of that. I'm a fan of that. Yeah. I've had tons of them, but it's very, very expensive. And the, the challenge with that is that not everybody could afford it. And also in between, you also need to stay motivated and inspired. Um, kind of like when Zig Ziglar was asked, is motivation necessary? He said, you can go without a shower, but I wouldn't recommend that either. <laughs> You know, so the biggest concerns that I found for uh, entrepreneurs is staying motivated and staying focused. And that's what your champion life is about, is keeping you on track and focused. So if you can imagine spending some time with me every week and giving you a strategy and a lesson and then keep you focused and then doing some live Q&A with you. And, and that's what your champion life is about. And, and here's the best part. This is why I'm so excited about it. I figured this out, how I can do it for just the cost of lunch. Wow. You know, So for 20 bucks a month, you get to spend time with me on the phone each week and then also get to some, some Q&A and then the recorded calls and the, the whole thing. So, so that's what I'm really excited about because this is bringing it to a place that everybody can access it. So you know whether you got a big bank account or, or you're growing your bank account, you know, it doesn't matter because 
because this is something everybody can access. And I've been trying to figure this out for two years now, and I'm so thrilled that I finally did. And in a way that's so simple and so motivating and is going to just change lives. So if, if you think that might be a good fit for you, check out yourchampionlife.com. And that's where you can learn more about it. I'm just thrilled about this, John. Yourchampionlife.com. Fire Nation, my hand is in the air. $20 a month. I mean, what do you have to lose, my friends? It's an absolute no-brainer to get this guy's kind of energy, just his positive mentality and, and the jewels that he's spinning. And Croy, you know this because you are a listener of Entrepreneur on Fire and we are about to enter the lightning rounds. But before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. Knowing how to communicate clearly and effectively exactly what it is you're looking for is important. For example, telling your mechanic that the thingy in the engine is broken probably isn't too helpful. It's the same idea when you're trying to communicate with designers about your project. The more specific you can be about your request, the better the chances that they can meet or exceed your expectations. 99designs makes this process easy. In fact, I just finished up a logo contest with them for my new podcast, Free podcast course, so I speak from firsthand experience. With a creative brief catered to entrepreneurs and small business owners, they set you up for a successful project where over 900,000 designers compete to deliver you the best design. The best part is, projects start at just $199, and your happiness is always 100% guaranteed. Visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services free. And check out the past contests that I've run myself. That's 99designs.com slash fire. Does the thought of missing one of your client or customer calls make you a little nervous? Being able to connect with your customers is integral to your success as a small business. If you can't show them you care, someone else will. But we all know being a small business owner is tough. You can't be everywhere and everything for everyone. That's where Ruby comes into play. Ruby is a team of virtual receptionists trained to make a difference in your day and set your business apart by providing excellent service to your clients and customers, allowing you to focus on what you do best. Exclusive offer, Fire Nation. Use promo code FIRE, and in addition to your 14-day free trial, you'll receive 5% off all pricing plans, plus free activation, a $95 value. Visit callruby.com slash fire and enter promo code FIRE, or better yet, give them a call and experience their service yourself. Call 855-775-RUBY. That's 855-775-RUBY. Croy, welcome to the lightning round, where you get to share incredible resources and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Sounds fantastic. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I've been an entrepreneur since I was 13 years old and I got my first paper route. So it wasn't that being an entrepreneur was a problem, but it wasn't until I was about 30 years old that I lost my edge. I got comfortable. And the enemy of greatness is, is not failure. The enemy of, of greatness is good. And I became comfortable, I became complacent, and I, I had sold my house and my business at that time, and I went scuba diving for two years. Mm. Um, so I, I just simply had lost my edge and I lost my drive. So the challenge I had, what was holding me back, is getting that edge back, and it took me a long time. And it wasn't until I found my passion uh, of speaking, where I saw a guy up on stage, Tony Robbins, I saw him up on stage, and was like, that's what I want to do. So I went from being a carpenter and then changed my career completely to becoming a, an inspirational speaker. And, and that's where I am, and, and that's where I a lot of people I find are is that they just get complacent and that's what keeps them from succeeding as well. 
You know, it's so true, and this never occurred to me before, but now I realize as I was growing up, one of my favorite movies were the Rocky series. And you know, Rocky 1 is just this dude who is drinking eggs, raw eggs, and he's out there and he's running with a bulldog and he just is training his face off. And, you know, then Rocky 2 and then Rocky 3, he actually meets his wife and he falls in love and then through it, you know, he starts going out on dates and romping around in the park and you're like, Rocky, why aren't you training anymore? Then, of course, he goes and he gets his butt kicked by Mr. T and you're like, get back in the gym. And it's like, what happened? Rocky got complacent. What happened? Croy got complacent. What's happened to me before? I've gone complacent. And Fire Nation, keep that edge. And Croy, what is the best advice you've ever received? The best advice I've ever received and, and probably my favorite advice is when I was maybe eight years old, my dad said to me, and he, he was a carpenter at the time, and then I be, eventually became a carpenter. But he said to me that my worst year in business for myself was better than my best year with someone else. And those words have echoed in my head all the time. And it's why I've never really worked for anyone else aside from a few moments of insanity. Um, <laughs> it, you know, so and, and being a, an entrepreneur is kind of in, ingrained in me from, from, you know, all the way to the core. Share one of your personal habits that you believe contributes to your success. I don't read books. I devour the books. I go to seminars, <laughs> I take notes, and I read those notes over and over. I go to people who have more success to them than I do, and I dissect what they're doing. You know, if it took someone 10 years to write a book, then dig deep into that book because you can learn every nuance of that subject that took them all those years. So why wouldn't you do it? So it's always about constant improvement. It's always about just getting a little bit better, learning from the experts, and being around successful people that are more, people that are more successful than you because your life depends on them. I mean, literally depends on your willingness to get a little bit better every day. Do you have an internet resource like Evernote that you can share with our listeners? I was just turned on to this one a, a few days ago and I'm in love with it. It's called Time Doctor. It tracks your time and I'm, I'm as ADD like as you, you can get. <laughs> so keeping focus and keeping me looking at the computer for more than five minutes at a time is really difficult. This keeps track of it. And when you, when you're not paying attention to the computer, like you click over to Facebook or YouTube or whatever, it asks you, are you working on your project right now? <laughs> so I, I love it for productivity. Since I've got it, my productivity has just gone through the roof. Oh, awesome. And if you could recommend just one book for our listeners, Croy, what would it be and why? I've read hundreds of books. I mean, literally hundreds of books. So this was a really hard choice for me, but it always came back to the same one, which is Viktor Frankl's Man's Search for Meaning. Um, this is a book about a social scientist who lived through the Holocaust. And, and while he was there, he observed and studied why some people survived and some people perished. And the difference between their beliefs and a compelling future is what made the difference between whether they lived or not. You know, whether it's successes in finances, relationship, whatever it is, you must have a compelling reason to succeed. And when I was running across America, that was the book that kept me going. When I had pain that made tears run down my face, I remembered the stories in that book and just kept remembering I got nothing to complain about. And I just sucked it up and kept moving. Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So I teamed up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audio book like this one for free at eofirebook.com. Croy, this next question's the last of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, 
but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? You're making it too easy because I have my, my food and shelter. <laughs> right. <laughs> but what I would do, and I wasn't a fan of this in the past until I realized the power of it in being in different mastermind groups, but I would network my way back to success. So the first thing I would do is I'd take two days and I'd figure out what I'm going to do to serve others, whether it's a product or a service, uh, which would be an info product. And then I would create a business model for that, meaning that I could create a complete income funnel from when you meet them to the very last time. Uh, then I would execute that by networking and filling slots for a live event. I'd rent a conference room for 100 bucks for the evening, and then I'd share my strategies with the audience and then offer that info product to them. It's, it's how most speakers, speakers start, and it's how you, you grow big. You, know, you start small, and eventually you get big. But as a side note for, for listeners that, that don't have uh, an info product or, or to create one, I would then go to an MLM, a network marketing company that I believed in, and I would align myself with them and do the same thing, network my way to success using their business model. Croy, let's end today on fire, my friends, with you sharing one parting piece of guidance, the best way we can connect with you, then we'll say goodbye. My parting piece of guidance would be to follow your dreams regardless of what other people say. Naysayers will always be naysayers. Cynics will always be cynics. There will always be people that are defeatist and, and will tell you why it doesn't work, but you cannot listen to them. If, if us as entrepreneurs, we're the ones that change the world. If we were to listen to them, all these amazing products would never be created. All these amazing changes that would never be created. All of these movements would never have started. So you can never listen to anyone and just follow your dreams. Um, as far as how to get a hold of me, uh, well, first is my $200 gift for your audience. So for that one, I have a popular book called Dream Big, Act Big, which is, has been really successful. I'm going to give that to everybody. Um, it's the e-version, and it's also the audio version of Dream Big, Ooh. Act Big, plus a, a, a ticket to my live event, whether you join it online or you actually come see me in person if you're local. Um, I'm going to give you a ticket to that. So together, they're $200 and easily can get that at free dreambigbook.com, free dream big book. Um, and then you can also go to Champion Life to learn more about my coaching program or send an email to uh, through croysather.com. Just go to my contact list and send me a note there. Wow, there's a lot of goodness there. Let's kind of go back over that. Now it's freedreambigbook.com. <laughs> yep. You have yourchampionlife.com. Yes. Wow. And then your website, Croy Sather, that's S-A-T-H-E-R dot com. And Fire Nation will have all these links on the show notes page. And Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you have been hanging out with Croy and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Croy, C-R-O-I-X in the search bar. His show notes page will pop right up with all these links. Freedreambigbook.com, yourchampionlife.com, and then of course his website, which is his name.com. And Croy, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation today. And for that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you so much for joining me today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head over to eofire.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. If you're digging this podcast thing, check out our podcast workshop today at freepodcastworkshop.com. See you there.